Today's guest is Nikisha Geddes. She's a behavioral consultant, mental wellness coach, international speaker, and award-winning author of My Crossroads. And My Crossroads is a personal journey on the path to personal wellness, self-awareness, and self-discovery. Join me and my guest while we talk about how to ignite your mind and find your true passion in life. Minds I Like podcast is brought to you by Event to Be Wellness and Kador's Natural Juices. My guest today is yeah. Nikisha Geddes. And I reached out to Nikisha due to a wonderful self-reflective journal that I had read that was on her site. And it was called My Crossroads. Nikisha, I wanted to reach out to you and talk a little bit more about your journal and how you use the journal to work with women to help them along their personal journey and to find out more about who they are. My, my Crossroad is a book that I self-wrote, self-published in November 2017. And how I end up writing that book is in 2016, I found myself, I, I guess, going through the motion. Like a lot of us sometimes find ourselves going through the motion, but I didn't understand what was going on. And by 2017, it got worse. So um, to the point where I just didn't know where it was, I, I was just lost and I was very unhappy within, like very deep, deep, deep down unhappy. So I, I kept questioning myself, why am I unhappy? Because, you know, I had a great job. I had a wonderful family, have people around me, you know, and so I couldn't figure it out. So when I decided to seek professional help, I was diagnosed with depression. So through mm -hmm. that, I, I decided that, you know, something has to change. So I went out on a self-discovery what I did, I just start going out to places that I never would, would have never found myself going to naturally. And I just start going out. So I start meeting all these amazing people, new people, just from networking and going to events. So I found myself surrounded by authors and writers and business owners. And my background, I'm a developmental worker and a behavioral consultant. So I've mm -hmm. been in that field. I've been surrounded by a lot of social worker and healthcare provider. So this was a new, new, new thing for me. So through that, I started just learning from them to the point where I hired a life coach. I never knew what a life coach was. All I knew was, you know, you go to school, you know, get your degree and that's it. So with mm -hmm. this life coach, she started helping me and she started telling me, you know what, you got a great story. You need to start a blog and help other people who are going through what you're going through. So I started the blog. I think I launched it Mother's Day 2017. And from there, I start writing out my pain. And one day I start writing and I got the vision of my book and I start writing that book. It took me 30 days to write. And after I wrote the book, I sat on it for a while and my coach kept saying, when are you going to publish the book? And I'm like, no, nah, I don't think I want to tell anybody my story. You know, this is for me. And, you know, she kept saying, no, this is no longer your story. This story is here for to help somebody else. You know, she told me to set a date. I set a date. And then we went on and we launched the book November 2018. I, I will say when I launched the book November 2017, sorry, I, I was still going through what I was going through, but I just couldn't understand what it was. And then I started to assess myself more. 
And then I recognized that one of my biggest problem was my working environment. I, I used to work into this environment that was very toxic. When I mean toxic, I mean toxic. I've never worked in any environment like that. And I've worked there for over 13 years. And it was 13 years of toxicity. I mean, everybody is so unhappy, but we're there because we love what we do and we love the client that we serve and we love each other as co-worker. We're like one big happy family. So I think that close knit keep most of us there, even though we're unhappy. So I decided to take unpaid sick leave. And when mm -hmm. I decided to do that, I was home for a while. And one day I sat down at my table after dropping my children off at school and just said, God, I really can't go back to this job. You know, my life is at stake if I go back. And then that's when I got the vision to start my own business. And I remember just saying, okay, this is a big dream, but you know, I need help. And then right away I got a vision of who should help me with this business. And so I called that person and I said, hey, we're going in business. I gave her, you know, everything came down to me and I gave her the vision and she said, well, I have to pray about it. And I said, yeah, you go ahead and pray and I start planning. So then I start planning the organization and in 30 days I launched it. January, 2018, I launched my organization where I support children and adults with disability. I provide customized service and I, I target complex needs and behavior. So that's my journey. And that's what I'm still doing. I have a second business and my second business is Get His Concept and how that came along. After quitting my job and launching my business, there was a lot of people that was inspired by what I do and they were they kept coming to me. So then I started hosting workshop within the GTA and people will travel from all over the GTA to come to these workshops. And whatever I learned throughout my journey was what I was teaching business-wise. And mm -hmm. so then I start speaking more Then people start telling me you're a great speaker. So I hired a speaking coach and then I start speaking. I speak on stage in the States and in Jamaica and numerous places in Canada. And so I start doing a lot of workshops, start hosting my own online programs. And yeah, and now I'm just in the business of helping women or healthcare workers who want to start their own healthcare business. So that's basically that in a rundown. <laughs> That's wonderful. And tell me how the journal has helped people along the way find themselves and understand their personal journey. Okay. So basically my crossroad and the reason why I called it my crossroad is because we all at one point in our life come to a crossroad. And when I mean a crossroad, mm -hmm. sometimes we find ourselves in some difficult situations or, you know, or we're feeling, we're going through a hard time, but there's always two ways to turn. We could either, you know, choose to go in a, in a path that won't serve us or a path that will serve us. And I remember there was a time when I came kept trying. I, I can't remember what it was, but every time I was pushing, I was pushing, I was a single mom at the time. And every, every door that I thought this was it, it kept closing. Every door that was it, it kept closing. And to one day I remember just breaking down and start crying and say, God, what more do you want from me? What, it, what is it that you want from me? I'm trying and all these doors are closing. And, but I kept pushing, even though I didn't stop because that's my crossroad at that point. I could stop. Mm -hmm and dwell in whatever it is that I was dwelling in. But what I did, I released what I was going through. And I, and, you know, and I, and I, and I cried, I did cry because I was just tired and, you know, mm -hmm. but I kept going and from me pushing and keep going, that's what, that's the reason why I'm where I'm at today. Because when that door was open, that door opened and that led me into the field 
the, the field of serving people with disability. It's a field that I never would have thought, I, I didn't know anything about before I go into it. But, you know, I, I something in me told me just go into social work and I end up enrolling in a disability social working program. And I had no clue what it was that I was doing, but I just did it. Something in me told me to do that. 17 years later, here, here's where I am. That's because I, you know, when you're at that crossroad, that's what mm-hmm. the book is about, is to recognize that you're going through what you're going through. And sometimes you need to put those pen and paper together and write it out and then, you know, weigh out your pros and cons. And if you don't, if you don't even know your answer, sometimes we've got to ask ourselves, like, you know, what is it that I need to do? Ask yourself because the answer is within you. It's just that there's so much noise and chaos around us. So we got to be still and try to find the answer from within. Mm-hmm. I find that that is a really good coping strategy for people that really need to narrow and really, you know, fine tune what those barriers could be. And I find that self-expression doesn't always have to be verbal. It can be written too. Mm-hmm. And when you're writing things down, it's a part of the memory retention, which helps you change your perspective. Yeah. And what what has been the outcome when you've used the book or, you know, directed people to really complete it and to dig deep? Honestly, one of the biggest outcome is to is that you recognize that whatever it is that you're going through, you're going through it for a reason or whatever it is that you had like that you have been through, you could see where it's it, you're using those tools or you could see where it leads you to the person, the woman or the man that you are today. It's for a reason. It, it is your journey. And that's one of the thing with the book. Yes, you're going through this, but it helps you to reflect that, reflect back on ourselves and say, hey, I went through this, but how has this journey or this obstacle or this situation made me a better person today? And recognize mm-hmm. that, you know, we need to be appreciated uh, in that place of gratitude for that journey, because without that journey, you cannot be or you would not be the person that you're becoming. You need it. Right. It's that journey that I utilize within my business, that journey that I utilize within, you know, my with my clients, that journey that I teach where you got to use your journey, use whatever it in you. A lot of time I find a lot of people that they want to start a business or want to do certain things. They're like, well, I don't have the skill and I don't have this and I don't have that. And I always bring them back and say, "Okay, what is it that you're good at? What is it that you have? That's what you need to bring like shut out the outside noise and come back mm-hmm. to self and, re- and recognize that you got everything that you need within you to do whatever it is. If you stop thinking about what other people have and what you don't have, start utilizing what you have. And that is your gift. That That is what you're supposed to give to the world. Mm-hmm. And that is definitely abundant thinking. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So when you see the outcome after you know using this development piece that you incorporate in your practice um what do you see in the long term with people that have come back to you and said hey i've implemented certain techniques and it's working you know what it's a mindset shift once you shift the mindset i often said tell people you don't know what you don't know Right. And once you learn Mm -hmm. something and once you start to apply that in your life, there's no going back. You're only going forward. 
right? And then you look back and, and even when you look back, you're like, wow, I've come a long way. So there's always going to be improvement if you're ready and willing to shift that mindset for greatness and, you know, propel your life into where you want it to go basically. And mm -hmm. I've often have people come back and say, Nikisha, thank you for that shift. That's what I needed. Yesterday, I had a um, client of mine, she texted me and said, okay, I need a breakthrough session. And I called her and <laughs> she was, she's a business owner. She was doing everything that she was going, that she had been doing or that she was taught to do for a business. And the doors kept blocking and the doors kept blocking and doors kept locking. And she's like, what more should I do? And I'm like, okay, calm down. Let's be realistic now. What is it that is in your control? And then we start strategizing what was in her control because she's hosting an event. Her goal was to have 50 people sign up for this event. But when I spoke to her on Wednesday, she only had 10 people and she had done everything, but the doors were locking and she was getting blocked on all social media. And I said, okay, what's it, what's in your control and bringing it back and like, okay, you have so much friends. Let's start asking them to help promote you and, you know, come up with different strategies. And you know, today mm -hmm. she's at 60. People in her wow. program compared to the 50s, like she exceed her limit. But that's because instead of panicking and, and looking at the negative, we look at the positive and work with what's in her control. And, you know, she's ecstatic. And she's like, wow, look how much that worked because we have so much. We have the, I always say the power is within. We need to stop, weed out the noise and just, you know, execute what's already within us. Mm -hmm. And she came from a place of lack. Exactly. She said she didn't have enough. Mm -hmm. And then she reframed it and said, well, how can I tap in to get more? Mm -hmm. My God. And, and wow. I often tell people when your breakthrough is around the corner, everything is going to go against you. And that's when you should push. And she called me when she called mm -hmm. me yesterday. She said, Nikisha, the reason why I called you, because you always say when your breakthrough is coming, doors are going to close. All kind of obstacles are going to come in your way. And all these obstacles are coming in my way. And I knew you were the one to help me go. Right. And, and it's like that. I don't know if you know the story, three feet short of goal, where the, the they were digging for gold and they quit because there was no gold and they sell the gold mine and i think that's in think and grow rich and they sell the gold mine and when they sell the gold mine to this poor poor i think the guy was homeless i can't remember but they sell it to this guy and what he did he just hired someone to severe the 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 gold mine and they were three feet close to the goal so he become a millionaire mm -hmm. but the person that sold the goal gave up three feet before achieving his gold right so it's just like you're always yeah. you're going to be frustrated and you're going to be tired and you're going to be exhausted but when you get to that point know that your breakthrough is right there just keep pushing just a little bit more mm -hmm. three feet more and you won't regret it that is so wonderful and what else do you notice um, that people are struggling with in terms of challenging their thoughts and their ideas that they usually, you know, put that barrier, they fail to go over it? 
I, I think a lot of it is our belief system because remember, like myself, I'm, I'm 43. So I have 43 years of belief system that I had to peel away. And we have this belief system that we were brought up with, you know, we were from society, from our, our those around us that influence us. And it's to, mm-hmm. it's to recognize that, yes, maybe these belief systems served us at one point in our life, but right now it doesn't serve us. So to try to figure out what are these belief systems that I need to shift in order for me to get to where I need to go. Because if we stay in that belief system and we stay in that mindset, it, we're never going to get to where we want to go. So there, it's recognizing that I need to start thinking differently, right? Because whatever it is that I'm thinking right now is no longer serving me. It's just like I remember years ago, I was I was in this place where I was working in this place where I was so unhappy and I knew I had to leave. But I kept telling myself, hey, you need to be content with what you got, you right? Because I grew up here, my grandmother, my mother, and everybody tell me contentment. You need to be content and be grateful for what you got. Be content. And I kept telling myself that. And that's why I was in this toxic environment for like, what, what is it? I'll say 15 years, 13 mm-hmm. to 15 years. I was in this toxic environment because I have this belief system that was imposed on me as a child, not recognizing that that was a lacking belief system and I deserve better and I deserve abundance right? And whatever it is that I want, it's out there and I could go after it and not to settle just because my grandmother, my mom tell me that I need to be grateful and be satisfied with what I got. Yes, I'm satisfied. Yes, I'm grateful, but there's more for me and I'm going to go and get that more. So it's that mindset shift, right? Um, Weeding Mm -hmm. out those belief systems that no longer serve you. And that's some of the things that I help my clients with is like, okay, what are the belief systems that you believe that it's holding you back because it's holding us Mm -hmm. hostage? You know, it's a handcuffs. Right. Mm-hmm. Do they understand where it comes from? Those limiting uh, beliefs. You know what? When I do my practice, one of the things that I do is we talk about what. Okay, say for instance, if if it's around money, what are those mm-hmm. language that your parents use around money? What are the things that they used to tell you? You know, what do you think that they used to hear? What are their spending habits? You know, mm-hmm. because recognizing that we first learn from our parents, we first learn from those around us. So recognizing the root cause of how we believe and why we believe is so important. And when they when they when they get break it down, they're like, yeah, my mom always say money don't grow on tree. My dad always say the money is the root of all evil. You know, and when you look at stuff like that, okay, no wonder you're struggling so much to earn a living. No wonder you're struggling because you're holding yourself back with these limited beliefs because you grew up with these beliefs. You need money to make a living. You need to attract money. And change the way that we view and the way we see things and the way we 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 think about the things that we want in our life. So I, when you break it down like that and they recognize, because it's like they have to recognize the language that are holding them back, the belief system that are holding them back, and then rewrite a new belief system, one that served them. And every time you think the way that you used to think, you correct yourself and you auto-correct yourself until it's now an autopilot. And then you no longer mm-hmm. think that way no more. Like one of the things that I say, usually um, I used to say, I grew up here, my mom and dad, I'm broke, I'm broke, I'm broke, right? So it's a language that you use. Mm-hmm. If I go to the store and my kids say, mom, could I have this? I used to say, I'm broke. But now I change that language. Like it's not in the budget right now, darling. 
right? And it mm-hmm. just switching the, the way I say things. No, I'm not broke. It's just not in my budget right now because honestly, whatever it is that we want, we find a way to get it. So are mm-hmm. you broke or is it not in your budget? That's just not something that you want to spend your money on right now, right? Mm-hmm. It's changing those belief system and those language that we tend to use that, you know, hold us back and hold us in captivity, basically. So how do people keep themselves on track with you? What's the accountability piece that you like to ensure that people follow through with their goals and their plans that they set out? Okay, so one other thing um, for goal setting, (laughs) you know, for years we talk about goal setting, goal setting, goal setting, and I had no clue. You know, we all set goals, but we never achieved them, right? And because nobody taught us how to set goals, realistic goals, and work towards them. So that's one of the techniques that I also teach where, you know, how to hold yourself accountable for these goals. And one of the best ways to hold yourself accountable is to find like-minded people with the same goal and surround yourself with people like those. And people often would say, but where would I find these people? And I said, social media, (laughs) right? Because it doesn't matter whatever it is, whatever goal you want to make. Like before the pandemic, we could go to events or so forth, because that's how I was able to change, was to find a new set of people. And when I recognized that, hey, there's authors, there's, you know, I was surrounded by authors and business owner, you see automatically I become an author and a business owner. Right. So that's one mm-hmm. way that's that's the best way to hold yourself accountable for your dreams is to find um, an accountability group. There's all these groups all over social media. Since the pandemic, I have met and surround myself virtually with like minded people on a whole new level, because every year my goal is to get to another level. And every year I try to seek people who are on a level way above me. And I've achieved that. And even though I, there was a pandemic right in my house, I'm able to meet people. I, you know, I have two accountability group with people from around the world that I've never physically met, but we feel like sisters, right? And weekly mm-hmm. we meet and we hold each other accountable. We could, you know, bounce ideas off each other and, and so forth. And that's what keeps you going because we have to recognize that the people that we that's in our current circle right now they're no longer Mm. serving you that's why you're stuck right so you need to find people who are able to uplift you and able to bounce Mm. ideas off and able to say hey i'm stuck here you know i don't feel great today i need a a, a pick me upper right to help because we Mm. if we were able to do it by ourselves we all would have been successful but recognizing Mm -hmm. that you can't do it by yourself So you need to surround yourself with people that are working toward the same goals as you. So you could hold, you could hold them accountable and they could hold you accountable as well. And that Mm -hmm. will build that momentum and that excitement. People who can celebrate you, you need that. You know, people Mm -hmm. might also, maybe they don't know how to celebrate me because they don't understand where I'm at or where I'm going or my, my immediate family and friend. But if I talk to someone like you who are at the same place as I am, mentally, physically, emotionally, and I say, hey, I just got 10 clients today or whatever. You're like, oh, way to go, Nikisha. Tell me how much better I feel. Then I come home and I might say something to my sister or somebody. I got 10 clients today. Like, oh, okay, whatever. You know what I mean? Yes. So we do need those people who, to support us and we need to go out there. And I know some people say, but I'm an introvert. Well, it's time for you to, you know, get out of that 
comfortable zone and go into the uncomfortable zone because that's where your breakthrough, that's where everything that you're looking for, it's outside of your comfort zone. So if you stay in your comfort zone, you're never going to find it. Mm-hmm. I agree to challenge yourself daily and just doing little things um, just to build up yourself to maybe a larger thing yes. but if you're the type that just needs that larger thing and that's your adrenaline that pushes you towards it then you know get all your energy and go for it yes it's really yes. great what happens at the other side when you just push through absolutely yeah. and what what a lot of people don't recognize with journaling it, it, it's one thing to think something, but our mind, our, our mind is designed to, you know, it serves the purpose that it needs to serve at the immediate moment, right? And sometimes mm-hmm. you might remember things, but then, you know, we get so busy and we forget. But when you write things down, there's power in pen and paper, you know, and it's like when you write things down and you see it come to life, it's like watching a movie, right? Compared to you thinking it, 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 journaling is, oh my goodness, it's one of the best tool that we all have to help us to achieve whatever it is that we want to achieve, but we don't utilize it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a powerful thing. Honestly, if I didn't start writing blogs and journaling and my story and my book, I would not be here doing this interview with you. I would not be at a place where I'm able to help others and empower others and inspire others to do, you know, do what it is that they want to do and just live a life of freedom, mental freedom. That's all we all want. Right. Mm -hmm. Not everybody wants to quit their job, but I I know that everybody wants mental freedom. Yeah, to be able to think. Yeah. uh, Freely, absolutely, without any repercussions or consequences, Mm -hmm. which, Mm -hmm. you know, we have in the past been limited based on our self-expression. And, you know, I'm glad that that's changing. Yeah. Oh, yes. It's you know what? It's changing for us because we're in that environment where we could see it. But there's people that are not in that environment. They're not seeing that change. Mm. Right. And but slowly but surely, I think, you know, with you and I and other platform like this. um, Yeah. The shift is happening. I feel the shift. It's Mm. It's a nice shift. And have you ever done a writing group by any chance? No, I've done like writing program where I teach how to write your book and publish your book, but not really a writing group. Oh, okay. I've hold my yeah. workshop every now and then on, on how oh, to write and publish your book. That's wonderful. Keep me posted yes. on that because I think that's the next thing I'm going to mm-hmm. have to do. I yeah. mean, I'm just trying to get really inspiring because everyone mm-hmm. that I've met so far, I mean, just their thoughts and, you know, we all have thoughts, but I mm-hmm. find that once you actually write them down, that's the activating part oh, okay. because yeah. to me, that means that you're actually going to solidify taking action because you've expressed it and there's that, there's that visual image. Yeah. It is. And and even for for me, when I was journaling, one of the things that it helped me to do was to forgive those that have hurt me and forgive myself Mm -hmm. as well. And recognizing when I start writing, I recognize that those who hurt me in the past, they didn't intentionally hurt me. They did the best that they were able to do. And when I talk about those, I met my parents, right? I I, I had all these 
pain in me, uh, you know, uh, these, these hurt that I didn't recognize that I had. I didn't recognize that I hold these emotion within me. But when I start writing and I start journaling, I recognize them. And then, you know, I remember one of the, one of the things that I had to do was research what forgiveness looked like, because yeah, we use those words, forgive, forgive, but do we really know what it means? So when mm-hmm. I was journaling, I actually researched forgiveness. And when I recognized that forgiveness mean, you know, it's like a debt. It's like, if you owe me $10,000 and I said, Althea, you know what? You don't need to pay me back that $10,000. It's okay. And if I say that to you, you know that I don't need to ever pay Nikisha back that money. It's done. It's over. You know, I can move on with my life. And that's what forgiveness is. It's like a debt that I forgive. You don't have to pay me back. And when I got that realization, I was like, okay. I need to forgive them. And then when I when I get to that place, then I had to recognize that my parents' life, like the way they were brought up was the reason why they 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 were who they were, right? They mm-hmm. they were influenced by their upbringing and they really did the best that they could have done with what they had. And their only vision for for their children was for their children to be a better um person than they were. And when I wrote my book, I said, oh my goodness, but they did succeed with their goal because their children are at a better place than them. So even though they they might not have done it the way that we want them to do it, because that's our perspective of who our parents should be, our parents have their own perspective, right? They have accomplished what they set out to, to have accomplished. And recognizing that, hey, my parents did well because I truly love the person that I am and the person that I'm becoming. And I forgive them for all the things that I thought they did wrong because they were, they were working in a place of lacking and they were really, really, really doing their best with what they got. And I appreciate them for that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's one thing that I also share with the clients that I work with that, you know, even though we've had some adverse childhood experiences, it does shape a bit of who we are, but those are the things that we can appreciate now. And if you need to make adjustments and change them, you can. I mean, there's nothing that was written that is always set in stone, you know, especially when it comes to our family origin. There's some things and beliefs that really need to be unpacked and, and, and examined. I mean, it was a different time, but then again, like you said, it's what they were experiencing and what they had at the time. Absolutely. Yep. Oh my gosh. So moving forward and just creating that wonderful journal, if people need to connect with you and reach out to you and start their self-discovery journey, how do they do that? Okay, so you could reach out to me by emailing me at nikisha at gettysconcept.com. And, uh, and I'm also on LinkedIn as Nikisha Gettys. I'm on IG as I am Nikisha Gettys. I'm on Facebook as Nikisha Gettys. So, yes, I'm on all platforms. You could Google Nikisha Gettys, you'll find me. Yes, and this is Nikisha Gettys on Minds I Like.